Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Good morning, everybody. ¿Cómo estás? Bienvenidos a otro capítulo de Echale. I'm your host, Jose Quintero. Oh my gosh, I have so much to update you. Obviously, last week there wasn't an episode. This week it's being posted all late. <sighs> but I'm going to explain everything uh, and why it's being posted all late. Well, I'm not in Kansas anymore, as they would say uh, in Kansas, obviously, or in the Wizard of Oz. I'm not in SoCal right now. I am currently abroad in another country. I can't say what I'm doing. I can't say who I'm with. All I can say is that there's hardly any internet connection here. Uh, there's definitely a lot of trees and it's such a beautiful area and i cannot wait to share where i've been when the time permits to you all but uh in i guess in line with echale you know echale ganas echale here i am I'm about to go ahead and go on a little rant and tangent about um this little kid right here who always wanted to work abroad or say like hey i want to work amongst stars uh and i mean just get to see their day-to-day -day activities so yes I i'm personally not working well actually no yeah i am working with them But it's so interesting to get to see them in their day-to-day -day activities, you know? All we see is the people on TV, and we don't get to see the process behind. So, I mean, if you haven't guessed it, it is a TV series of some sort. Um, yeah, I can't really share much more about it. I'm just very excited to share uh, this episode with you. Uh, but I'll back to my tangent before I go on another tangent. Uh, échale ganas, échale a la vida. It has brought me to through many obstacles, but ultimately to where I am right now to be able to work in what I love and what I do to explore other areas that I haven't explored to network with people I have never met in my life, but that could possibly lead to great opportunities and to be doing it in this country that I love. Um, it's literally a whole 360. It's what I've dreamed about since I was like 14, 15 <laughs> and now it's happening. So, Um, because of this journey and where I am, I actually wanted to share with you guys today two interviews that I did that I think are very pivotal in my life that kind of helped me as a radio host, as a podcaster, but also uh, to get my, well, actually, the nerves never leave when you interview someone, but it they do, as they say in Spanish, 
build callus. Entonces te dan callo. Uh, it's very embarrassing sharing these interviews with you, but I hope you guys uh, enjoy them. So I will go ahead and introduce the very first one, which is the first interview in my life that I did. I remember when I was told and asked, hey, we have Gina Rodriguez. Would you like to interview her? Uh, or no, there wasn't even like, would you like to interview her? It was, uh, uh, can, uh, you're going to interview her. And I'm like, wait, what? Obviously, me and Gina have a past. Uh, I'm a really huge fan of her. Uh, Obviously, Jane the Virgin. So I was really excited. I was like, hell yeah. And I think I love this whole attitude of myself of not saying no, basically, uh, which is also a double-edged sword. So I said yes. And I went towards the interview, and I remember it's a junket for all, a junket for all the people that don't know what a junket is or how those work. It's basically you have the artist in a room, and it's all lit up, and uh, she's sitting on a chair, and there's another chair, and people just rotate. So you have a bunch of journalists from different media outlets, whether it be radio, TV, magazine, and they're all waiting their turn. So you can imagine how tiring it is for her. Uh, or for the artist, just to kind of go through people like another page in a book. But anyways, my turn uh, finally came, and this is what came out of it. Y sabemos que ya está Miss Bala, que va a salir y toda esa onda. Cuéntanos un poquito sobre la película y una anécdota que tengas. An anecdote. An anecdote. Pues, <laughs> I, um, pues la película es... Es de, de la historia de una mujer, Gloria, que vive aquí en Los Ángeles. También viví en México cuando estaba joven. Uh, ella, es, uh, ella necesita ir a México para ayudar nuestra um, amiga mejor, uh -huh. Susu, uh, para la pageant, uh -huh. right? The pageant she's going to be in. Y una noche afuera, and something terrible happens, and Jane, uh, Jane, Gloria, <laughs> oh my God, Jane's been, all these awesome women I get to play, yes. and uh, Gloria goes on a crazy roller coaster, and um, estoy muy, muy orgullosa estar en esta película, porque tenemos latinos, latinas enfrente sí. y atrás de la cámara, también es una, una película divertido, sí, yeah, sí. it's fun, yes. Pero mi, ¿cómo se dice anecdote en español? Anecdota. 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 Ajá. Yeah, good enough. No, then that means <laughs> I was wrong. Anecdota. Anecdota. Da. Da. Sí. Anecdota. Ajá. El producer, the producer, Pablo Cruz, que fue una de, que hizo la original Miss Balan. He made his paella the first oh night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tenía una fiesta para empezar la película, para empezar filmando. Una paella para 200 people en una hacienda en México, en Tijuana. Uh -huh. And we were under the stars, and this man is cooking us paella, and he is thanking us for going on this journey with him. And there are Puerto Ricans and Cubans and Mexicans and Colombians and oh Argentinians and, and Venezuelans. Uh -huh. And... Uh, It was the most magical feeling ah, okay. to be there with nuestra comunidad of all walks, oh. of all cultures. And um, I think amazing. that's when I knew that like there was something special that no matter what happens, uh -huh. 
Ajá. I got to experience this. Ok, wow, qué padre. Oye, como yo trabajo en radio y sabemos que hay muchas escenas que requieren mucha actividad física, cuando estás tú en el gimnasio, ¿qué canciones te gusta escuchar? Oh, ok. Pues para mí siempre hip hop. O oh, hey. salsa. Me encanta salsa. Oh, pero estamos en Mis Bala fue Luis Fonsi y Bad Bunny. Hey. Y. Uh, um, todo latino. Todo yeah. latino. There's like lots of like salsa, reggaeton. <laughs> no, qué set. padre. Yeah. Oye, y finalmente un saludo para María Argelia. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Thank Saludos. you so much. <laughs> Muchísimas gracias, Gina. Gracias por todo, And then can I get a quick picture so for we sure. can upload it yeah. on our social media? Are you kidding? Yes. For sure. And I always found it tacky to ask the artist for a picture, but here I am being a fangirl and whatnot. But she was super sweet, I have to admit. I loved her energy. And it's not tacky, actually, to ask for a picture. I just, I don't know. I just always felt awkward. Like, oh, I don't want to impose in in, uh, in their lives. Like, they get asked pictures all the time. I don't want to be that guy. But because inevitably in my head, I'm over here like, oh, if I don't ask for a picture, they're probably like, oh, wow, that person's really cool. I want to be their friend. It, it, yeah, they, they really don't think that's a, so just ask for the picture if, um, if they're available, you know, more than anything. That, that, that is what I've learned. How embarrassing <laughs> that you guys got to witness some of that. But obviously it was in Spanish. It was also very interesting for me just because my Spanish was not where it's at right now. I've learned so much since that interview. I've learned how to listen. Well, no, not in this interview, in the other interview. In this interview, I was kind of more like starstruck and trying to remember the, the questions off the top of my head. And it didn't help that I didn't even know how to pronounce the word anecdota, you know? I don't even know what I said in there, but I'm over here teaching Gina Rodriguez how to say a word that I can't even say. So she's all saying it all wrong. So we're both being canceled by the Latino community on YouTube uh, and even on radio. But nonetheless, it's an interview that it keeps coming up through the years because it sets... I mean, it's an example, it's a reminder, and I don't mind sharing it. I really don't. I love making fun of myself, and this is definitely one of those interviews. The next interview is the following, but first we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break, and when we come back, I will let you know what's the second person that I interviewed that literally was, uh, oh my, I'll just tell you after this. Ser diagnosticado con diabetes lo cambia todo. No solo cómo te alimentas, también cómo vives tu vida. Y siento que Walgreens realmente lo entiende. Desde mi farmacéutica Sofía tan amable y lista para ayudar, hasta los recursos expertos y ayuda con mis medicamentos. Esto no sería fácil sin su apoyo. Ahora mi diabetes no me controla. La controlo yo. Si necesitas hablar sobre la diabetes, Walgreens está aquí. Maneja tu diabetes hoy en walgreens.com diagonal diabetes. All right, we're back with Echale Podcast. Just kind of going over since it's October, these spooky interviews that uh, I've got to do in the past that really marked, I guess, uh, uh, like a before and after, Jose, you know, in terms of interview and in radio and how now I navigate to them, uh, to the interview. So, for example, before Gina Rodriguez, obviously, it, it, it wasn't, I wasn't as prepared. My Spanish wasn't 
to you know where it's at how i explained it after gino rodriguez definitely i started practicing how to say anegbota multiple times and uh, and i started um formulating questions so when this interview came they asked me this time they actually asked me would you like to do uh, alejandro fernandez for those of you who do not know who alejandro fernandez is i cannot talk to you right now um he's obviously the son of vicente fernandez comes from a uh, dynasty a lineage well which just starts with his dad and then but now you know him then his son uh they're singers of ranchera and i'm a huge fan so when they asked me to go and interview him for his new album months before it was released i was like sure why not like i'm gonna have the opportunity to meet alejandro uh to talk to him so this is uh this was a different type of interview because i was already mentally prepared to for something like gina rodriguez where it was me and gina and probably like two three camera people so when i get to the interview for alejandro fernandez we are actually sat in a room there's about like 30 of us and we listen to the album before we go um interview alejandro just because they want some knowledge and well they want the people who are interviewing to have some background and knowledge of how the sound is for this new album so we take a listen obviously it's not the whole soundtrack we only get samples of it we go to the interview and i'm like all right i'm ready i have uh the questions that i want to ask on my phone because i was that nervous i wasn't prepared for gina's but i definitely came prepared with alejandro's and when I got into that room, he was sitting on one chair. I was sitting, and then there was obviously another one open for me. And there is like 40 people in that room. So when you sit on that chair and everybody's staring at you, you literally feel like a fish in a fishbowl. And I never understood that concept because people had mentioned it in the past before. But I never understood it until that moment. And I'm like, oh my gosh. One thing is talking in the radio and another is being seen and being at your, I guess, vulnerable or most vulnerable, especially in something that you haven't done in in a while. And trust me, it is so much easier to talk in front of a crowd of 5,000 people than it is in a room full of 40, 50 people. So (laughs) there was that. And as soon as the interview started, I was really comfortable. And this is what happened. Alejandro Fernández, bienvenido al show de... ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, Omar, muchas gracias. Encantado saludarte. Bienvenidos. Ah, no, gracias. Estamos emocionados. Ya escuchamos tu nuevo tema, caballero. 100% mariachi. Oye, ¿qué dice tu padre de todo esto? Porque regresas a las raíces. Feliz, feliz, porque sabe que tenía el compromiso con con mi público, con él, conmigo mismo, con México. Tenía que regresar a la música mexicana. Fue algo que siempre, siempre lo dejé bien claro, que pues era un un experimento que estaba haciendo, el poder eh, probar en otro género que era el, el del pop y me fue muy bien y hasta ahora, y digo, me sigue yendo muy bien, pero eh, ya tenía muchas ganas de, de, de hacer algo con música de, de mariachi y regresar a lo... Hablando de caballero, ¿cómo describes tú al caballero que lleva dentro Alejandro Fernández? 
Pues en toda la excepción de la palabra, como, como, como lo dice, pues un caballero, ¿no? Y sabemos que pues el 3 de octubre es cuando sale la canción, que es perfecto porque estamos en el mes de la herencia hispana, septiembre, octubre. ¿Cómo crees tú que la dinastía Fernández ha contribuido a, a, al legado? Pues yo creo que con la, o sea, a través de la música, ¿no? Nuestro idioma es universal y a través de la música es como hemos llegado a romper fronteras y corazones uh -huh. este, con nuestras canciones. A ver, platícame un poquito, porque yo sé que también eh, ya vienen las fiestas ahí en el rancho de Tres Potrillos, porque pues, no sé si sabes, pero somos casi casi vecinos. Tú de Jalisco, <risa> yo de Michoacán, tú de familia Charro, yo también. Bien. Entonces, platícame un poquito, ¿todavía sigues muy involucrado en el rancho Tres Potrillos? Sí, voy, bueno, no tanto como quisiera, pero sí eh, me toca ir a saludar a mis papás. Uh -huh. eh, ya por el trabajo no me, no me, no me da tanto tiempo de estar de practicar la charrería o de montar a caballo, pero cuando voy sí me, 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 sí. Este, me tomo mi tiempo para, de hecho con mis hijos me voy a, a pasear, montar a caballo. Oye, hablando de, de tu música, de la música, ¿cuáles son las canciones que nunca faltan en el playlist de Alejandro Fernández? Este, pues que a Balvin, a Maluma, <risa> eh, a Osuna. Perfecto. ¿Y rancheras? Rancheros, a mi papá, a, a, a mí. Exacto, perfecto. Oye, ahorita que mencionaste... Alejandro. Alejandro, ah, bueno, también a tu hijo, no se te olvide. Entonces, sabemos que tu papá ha sido muy fundamental en tu carrera y has cantado un sinfín de canción con él. Entonces, cuando tú te subes a un escenario, ¿qué canción que tú cantas lo recuerdas con más frecuencia? Mm, hay una canción que se llama Mi querido viejo. Sí. Que es, bueno, o sea, desde... O sea, mi papá no la ponía a nosotros y llorábamos y bueno, ya cuando, cuando me empecé a dedicar a esto y crecí, evidentemente, eh, se la dedicaba a mi papá en, en los conciertos y es una canción que me... Sí, sí, sí. Creo que todos nos podemos identificar con... Y me hace un nudo en la garganta. De sí, hecho, no, sí, ni sí, siquiera sí. la puedo terminar. No. ¿Se la has cantado una vez a, a tus hijos? Sí, también, claro, obviamente. Y sí. ellos a mí. Qué padre, qué padre. Hablando de tus hijos, sabemos que la carrera de Alex como que comenzó el año pasado y ya, como, ya hasta nominado para un Latin Grammy. Entonces, felicidades a ti por padre. Muchas gracias. Pero como que se ha venido rumorando un dueto con él. ¿Qué puedes decir al respecto? Eh, lo hemos platicado, pero la verdad es que no hemos concretado todavía. Uh -huh. este, pero igual y... Invitamos hasta al viejo para que sea un trío. <risa> ¡Ah, un trío! Perfecto, me encanta la idea. ¿Qué canción te encantaría cantar con él? No sé, yo creo que vamos a buscar algo nuevo para... Ok, y hablando de Alex, cuando él se sube a un escenario en un futuro, como por decir en 10 años, ¿con qué canción te gustaría que él te recordara cuando él la cante? Pues definitivamente con la de mi querido viejo, cuando, eh, como Cuando yo quería ser grande, perdón. Cuando yo, ah, me encanta esa rola, me encanta. Yo también la, le entro al karaoke y esa se la canta mi jefe. <risa> Entonces, ¿qué le falta por hacer a Alex, el cantante? Alejandro Fernández, el cantante. Sí, Alejandro Fernández, el cantante, el padre, el hombre. Ver realizados a mis hijos como persona, o sea, verlos crecer y, y realizados en todos los aspectos. Y a mí, no sé, yo creo que estoy en una edad, este, o en, una, en, un, en un momento en mi edad eh, increíble, eh, que tengo mucho, mucho, mucha edad por delante todavía y muchas cosas por hacer y, y crear y poderle dar al 
pueblo mexicano y a todo el pueblo latinoamericano con nuestra música mexicana. Y hablando de todo esto, quisiera irme a un juego que tenemos preparado para ti, las rapiditas de seguro y ya te las sabes de memoria. Pero básicamente te voy a dar dos palabras, tú me dices con cuál te quedas. ¿Sale, vale? A ver. A ver, tequila o cerveza. Ah, caray. <risa> Así un submarino. ¿Los, ¿sabes, ¿Sabes cuál es? Sí, sí, <risa> a ver, a ver, hablando de tequila, ¿cuál tequila te encanta a ti? Tequila, normal. ¿En general? Sí, 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 sí. que esté bueno. General. general. Toda la cerveza, que me refresque. <risa> ¿América o Chivas? Uh, también. <risa> bueno, Chivas. Chivas, dale, dale. Camp. Es que, bueno, te a voy ver. a decir una cosa. Ajá, platícame. Yo de, yo de niño era americanista. ¿En serio? Sí. No, ya me voy. <risa> <risa> y le perdí totalmente el cariño. Al, bueno, más bien... A, a, lo, a la esencia del fútbol, ¿no? Porque admiraba muchísimo a un jugador que, ju que jugaba en el América y después lo vendieron, entonces tenía eh, sentimientos emoción. encontrados de que no sabía a qué equipo irle. Este, si le iba en donde estaba a mi jugador preferido o al América. Entonces después <risa> le empecé como a... O sea, bueno, más bien me di cuenta que el fútbol no, no era de verdad de corazón o que te ponías la camiseta como, como, como el... Como un, como un fan, ¿no? Este, eh, pues se van por otros intereses. Entonces, como que se me cayó el amor por el fútbol y nada más veía los partidos de la, de la selección. Después uh -huh. empecé a ver eh, okay. al Atlas. Ah, okay. Al Atlas. Entonces, pues, por algún equipo de Guadalajara. <risa> me encanta, me encanta. A ver, ¿Campo o ciudad? Eh, campo. ¿Moto o carro? Moto. ¿Moto o caballo? Caballo. Uh. ¿Alex o Alejandro? Ay, bueno, Alejandro. ¿Dulce o salado? A ver, a ver. <risa> Ahorita me va a decir que las dos. Pues sí, agridulce. <risa> agridulce, me encanta. ¿Caliente o frío? Caliente siempre. ¿Nocturno? <risa> ¿Nocturno mañanero? Ay, pegados. Uh, pegados. <risa> ¿Rápido o lento? Lento ah, Rebelde o tranquilo Rebelde ¿Playa o campo? Mm, playa ¿Rosa roja o rosa blanca? Roja Bueno, muchísimas gracias Ya sabemos que tu sencillo sale el 3 de octubre Caballero ver, ¿Pero sí, qué salió sí. pues del test? No, pues Ay, es que no <risa> ¿Qué salió del test? A ver, <risa> siéntate que ahorita vamos a platicar No, no, no No, <risa> no pero muchísimas gracias no, por estar Aquí en el show de Omar Kelly es un gusto gracias. y esperemos verte en la cabina muy pronto. Seguro que sí, nos vamos a ver pronto por ahí. Gracias, saludos. Gracias. Now, a lot of people are probably like saying, hey, this was a good interview, hey, this was a bad interview. I got criticized because it actually ran on air and I got criticized a lot about how horrible it was and then I also got criticized, uh, well, constructive criticism and then I also got uh, a lot of good feedback, like, oh my God, that was great and I don't know if they actually meant it because, you know, they liked me <laughs> or they said it just to be supportive. I accept all types of constructive criticisms, good, bad, ugly, whatever. One of the things that I was told and that I really appreciated and that I learned uh, after that interview is even though you have a set of questions prepared for the person, you have to really listen. 
And that is probably the biggest thing that a reporter, a person interviewing, a radio host, TV host can do. Listen. Listen to what the other person has to say because from there so many other questions can arise and you can have such a more meaningful and deep conversation regardless of the questions that you have already placed. So I really enjoyed these two uh, uh, interviews. They're both up on YouTube. Feel free to watch them so you can see my my reaction. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was quick, small, easy. I'm in a remote area. I didn't want to make it too long. And the reason I didn't want to make it too long is because the internet here sucks. So I don't know how much it can upload. Um, I already have a couple of other interviews that I already recorded waiting for you. But you're going to have to wait a little longer, especially because of this internet. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, arroba echale podcast. Feel free to share previous episodes, listen to previous episodes. They're really good, especially the last two or three. I forgot which ones that I've done, but the one with the priest, that one was really good. The one with the indigenous woman, I know we're not in hispanic heritage month anymore i don't know who cuts it on the middle of the month but all right here's the tangent like with the whole um uh la city council so many people were saying on the fourth on the 12th like damn it the council woman and council men ended hispanic heritage month early like they killed it for the rest of us uh i don't even want to get into that but uh i'm not sure if uh kevin de leon oh you know what i'm gonna blast him on here I'm not sure if Kevin DeLeon uh, resigned already, but I did send out an email to reach out to interview him because I'm like, you know what? In times like these, I want to know why. I want to know your say. They haven't got back to me, so I'm putting him on blast. Uh, and I had reached out in the past prior to this whole scandal. So I'm just saying, if you're listening to this podcast and you know him, let him know I'm looking for him. If not, que no se esconda. Anyways, all right, I'm done. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Till next week's episode.